Okay, well, it appears to be live, everybody. Uh, I'm going to try doing this uh, podcast app uh, live thing while I'm driving to work. And I usually have pretty good cell service all the way um, to work. So we're going to give it a try and see how it how it goes. Today's update is, uh, I think it's uh, Wednesday, July 21st, obviously, 2021. And uh, I just wanted to talk a little bit about some of the things I've been seeing in the news, which is, you know, quite scary. I mean, to say the least. Um, you know, doesn't matter if you agree with Tucker Carlson or Anderson Cooper or anything. They're just weird stuff's going on um, with shipping and, and supply lines and everything backordered. And I think Mike Adams, uh, you know, food company. Um, I don't know uh, really what this company is called, but uh, he's got orders out for, you know, millions of dollars in product that are, they're saying they're not going to take any more orders pretty soon and they can't guarantee orders and they want to be paid in advance um, now instead of, uh, you know, net 30 or net 60, like they used to have agreements, you know, with them. So that's, that's a mess. Um, our politicians seem to be running around uh, distracting us on all manner of things. Uh, you know, they, they, they talk about this, uh, you know, oligarchy or big tech censorship and all that. And now they want to talk about it, you know, but they don't want to talk about other things that could be equally as important. And so, you know, I don't find Google... Uh, Facebook, Twitter as being monopolies because they're three different companies. And, and so therefore, uh, a monopoly would be one company. And, and they're just information gathering companies. So it's not like I, you know, really care. I mean, I signed on to it. I don't want the government to fix it because anytime the government comes along and fixes something, they just, they fuck it all up. You know, they take a piece of tin and drive big, ugly nails into your finished drywall. And then they go there, you know, hole fixed. And it's like, no, I'd, I'd kind of like it, you know, a little better looking than that. So there's that going on. And then uh, Arizona here, we're having the, the audit of the vote. And, and now there's a lot of articles and, you know, local, you know, Facebook pages and stuff where, you know, they're talking about this audit and, truth versus fiction and 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 you know if you if you look at the even the facebook cover photo which i i think is actually on the uh when you click on it it takes you to the local paper that had this article in it and, and it's a it's a ton of crap also you know the photo even looks like a homeless encampment and stuff like that um we got el el gato the cat has joined us Welcome aboard. Um, so it's kind of, I don't know, the, the whole thing's kind of uh, annoying. What's he got? Another prepper. Yes, sir. I am another prepper. And so are you. And we all need to be preppers. Um, you know, I mean, we prepare in life all the time. And I've said this before, you even prepare for a business meeting. You know, it's just, it's just normal if, if you if you want a better job or a better promotion or a better, 
you know, hourly fee. You, you need to prepare for things. You need to know what's going on. Oh, we got a backup of border patrol vehicles here on the freeway. Um, so, um, I have a hard time seeing my comments because the phone is, I'm driving, and so it's kind of far away, and I got new glasses, but doesn't mean I can see that much. So, you know, the, 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 the picture from this article about fact versus fiction on the audit, you know, there's, a, there's the typical, you know, I, I call them loons, and I don't, I don't mean to be, you know, an asshat about it, but, you know, there's signs and banners, God wins, and Satan loses, and, you know, stuff like that. And it's like, we're, we're talking about politics here. You know, um, thinking that God has a dog in the fight is, is like praying for your team to win a football game. I mean, he, I, I'm sure he's, he's into football, but probably not that much, you know, and, and he's not going to, he's not going to sway the outcome of a, of a game, you know, just because you prayed for him, you know, you might pray for a game, you know, to be, you know, good sportsmen and not to get upset, not to let anger cloud your, your actions so you can play with honor and dignity and good sportsmanship. But uh, he's, he's not involved. So it, it kind of brings a little bit of wackoness to the photo, the way it was taken and all that. And, and you know, and, the, and I guess they're, they're more like pop-up, you know, sign-up tents or something like that, like you'd see at a fair, but then they're, the way the angle, it looks more like a homeless shelter. So, you know, I read some of the highlights of the article and it, you know, and they're talking about, well, there was, you know, the, the voting machines were never connected to the internet, you know, and, and this is a, an article talking about fact versus fiction, which, you know, they are connected. I mean, even the company itself says, yeah, well, you know, they'll, they'll connect to the internet to download and, and do upgrades and stuff. It's like, well, then I thought they couldn't connect to the internet, but now you say they can, but they didn't during the election. And so there's, there's that, you know, we look at all the things going on and we're like, oh, well, you know, I, I guess, you know, now how do we look at this thing? And so I'm, I'm just, you know, I'm tired of the, I'm tired of the media, you know, putting their slant on it because, you know, good people that don't have all fucking data research this stuff will, will glance through that article and they'll pick out some things. And then that might make up their mind about this whole audit, you know, and how they perceive it going forward because they trust that newspaper, that organization or whatever it is, that blogger. And, and, and see, we don't have time in America to sit there and really do our due diligence on every subject that comes up. Because there's, there's a lot of subjects that are coming up all the time with, you know, with our, our, uh, our lives. You know, Facebook is full of, you know, comments about things that are important to one person or another from vaccines to whether they're, they're bullshit or not, whether the COVID was more deadly than, the, than we, we know or less deadly than we know. And, and so you don't have time to, to figure all that out. I mean, shit, I, I stay up until two in the morning sometimes researching items and stuff. Not, you know, not for my show or anything, just because I, I want to know. And then you end up walking away with, you know, 50% belief that, 
you know, they're right and 50% believe that they're wrong. So you're kind of back to square one. Who's got time to fiddle fuck with all that? So it, it's confusing. We don't get news anywhere that's not biased. And you can Google and Yahoo and, and everyone for being asshats, big tech. The real, reality is, you know, there's newspapers have died almost on the vine because, you know, they didn't keep up with times. And if they really wanted to be like, you know, Epoch's Times, their, their subscribers are doing really well. Um, they're actually making money where other newspapers are losing money. And, and it's just because Epoch Times brings a conservative view to it. And that's what Rupert uh, Murdoch tried to do with, you know, Fox News, you know, when uh, what's his name? Uh, Roger Ailes helped him create it. He's like, well, every every news organization in America is, is slamming conservative values and in, leaning liberal. So he's like, why go up against them? Let's just talk about conservative values and we dominate, you know, 50% of the market share, which is, you know, because half of them are conservatives and half of them are liberals. There's like, we, we corner the market on all conservative, which is half of America, basically, if you just, you know, look at it statistically down the line. So, um, you know, what do you do? What do you do? You know, it's like there's not really much out there to get information from. And, and really, quite quite literally, we're just all kind of fucking bored with it. And, and you know, I, I'm trying out these live things now because when I'm done with them, I can just click a button basically and, you know, publish it and be, be done with it. So people get to listen live and they can comment and stuff like that. And, and I could get hosts on there but most of the people i know have you know day jobs also so they they're not just sitting around waiting to do an interview so you know i i, I tried a live i've tried to you know some of the youtube live which is you know kind of enjoyable and, and nice but i can't do it on my phone because you know i don't have enough subscribers yet to be allowed to do live on the app but i can do it at home and, and that's cool. And then once again, I just, you know, make it public and it's, it's on there and there's no post-production. I mean, the audio might not be great. It might be edited, you know, not be all edited, all cute and, and fancy, but yeah, I get my point across. But I just, I, I'm still in that limbo stage that I don't really know what I want to do. You know, like I, I, I don't like typing and doing blogging. That's just a nightmare for me anyway. I have a website and I, I put stuff on it. But, you know, the more I talk with people, the more I realize that that talk is fucking talk. You know, not, there's just, you know, 300 million Americans with 300 million attitudes and opinions on things. It, it, it's too hard. We're, we're suffering from TMI, you know, just too much information out there. So I, I kind of still do my podcast more as a therapy thing, but even lately, it's just like, uh, you know, we really need to take it locally. And even locally, when I get involved in some of the, you know, the Facebook groups that are just local in my county, uh, people are all over the map, which is great. That's how it is in America. You know, we're a republic. But we don't function as a republic, and, and that's been taken from taken from us because of the Seventeenth Amendment, to where we really don't have representation. So therefore, we really are not 
a republic anymore. We've become a democracy. And I see that even locally talking to people in my county to where, you know, there's, it's, it's still, I mean, I got to admit that the, the enemies within, you know, the, the bad actors that hate America have done a really good job of dividing us into so many little piles that, you know, you, you know, it's like my wife, when she rakes the yard, you know, she, you know, just kind of rakes up like 20 little piles. And me, I'm the kind of guy who likes to just rake it all up into two or three really big piles and then, you know, clean it up. And, and they've done that with us, you know, politically to where, you know, there's conservatives and, and, and uh, liberals. But, you know, that's just a couple piles made up of, uh, you know, Democrats and Republicans, which we were not supposed to be a two-party system at all. You know, they did, you know, the founding fathers talked about, you know, parties being really bad. You know, it's just, it's like, didn't work that way. And the 17th and the 12th Amendment, and FDR kind of put a kibosh on the, the whole, you know, republic thing also. So, you know, there's, there's not just Republicans and, and, you know, and Democrat, but then there's conservative Republicans and liberal you know, Democrats and Republicans and blacks and whites. And, and of the blacks, there's, you know, there's those that are conservative and those that are liberal in both parties. And it's just become so fractured that, it, it, you know, it's like the, the windshield on your car. It, you know, it started out with a chip and then it spread and, and now it's just so fractured that you can't see through it. It's, it's just beyond, you know, able to, to get a clear view of, of the big picture anymore. And, and if you take one crack and you're following it across your windshield, you don't really see where it started and ended because it's so fractured now that there's no timeline. There's no line of events. There's no beginning and end to it. It's just, it's too hard to figure out. And so I've, I've really become, and maybe it's tomorrow is the 22nd, so I'll be, I'll be 67. And, and, you know, old age does mellow you a lot, you know, from when I was young and wanted to conquer the world and run for president or whatever, you know, our life goals are. And, and, and we, we're young enough to where we can, we can try and fail so many times that it doesn't make or break. But, but now, you know, I, I, I can't change my business model. Or, or, or quit and start a new business. I mean, I'm 67. I'm fucking, you know, I'm working on retirement because, you know, fought, you know, so many battles anymore. You know, it's just like I can't go to the government and go, okay, I'm ready for retirement security. You know, there's, there's, I didn't rack up enough points because I was busy fighting them and I fought them legally and I, you know, and avoidance and all that. But, you know, now they just look at it and go, well, you didn't want to be part of the system, so there's no money for you. And and, and I knew that going in. It's like I didn't want their their handouts. But now, you know, at 67, I'm looking at it and going, you know what? They're going to continue to fuck Americans out of every nickel and dime they make. So why should I be the last sucker standing? You know, why should I be the guy still working hard at 67 when I when I could just roll over and take my unemployment or my social security or whatever and, and just fucking go play golf. Well, no, you know, I didn't want that kind of oppression in my life. I didn't want to pay for, you know, the, 
the mafia's protection racket basically for, you know, retirement. I didn't want that. And so now I don't have it. And, and I thought all along, you know, it's like, well, I don't want this and I'll be fine and, and, and blow me, you dicks. But things have gotten so much worse now that you, you, it's really harder to make money. It's harder to be old and retired because they've plugged up all those loopholes. And they're not really loopholes, but it's just like, you know, I planned on working at a decent company maybe until I was 80 or something, until I just fucking died, you know, but you know, you can't do that. You know, you got to take early retirement and stuff. And, you know, I opened my own business, which I've always been self-employed, but you know, everything changes and you see that as you get older and, and you see it in politics. You really look at the, you start looking at that fractured window, trying to make sense out of it. And, and it, it's not even like one of those old pictures in the eighties and nineties where you stare at it long enough and it turns into a, a big, you know, bunch of, school of dolphins or uh, a big you know sailboat or something it's just it's just a bunch of fucking weird shapes on the glass and no matter how hard you stare at that fractured window that we used to look out you know our overton window you you can't there's not even fucking patterns it's just you can't see through it and you can't make sense of it and as you get older you're like fuck i i need to maybe try to to fix this a little bit you know i have grandkids you know my kids are dealing with it because they grew up you know and so they've they've gotten their foot in the door and and are doing quite well with things as they fall apart but what about the grandkids you know like my two my two oldest grandkids you know both had to get vaccinated uh one of them for going to college and the other one for you know his his summer job and his part-time job to put gas in his car while he goes to school or whatever and it's like you know, the vaccines are killing people and young people at that age don't even need it. I mean, that's the science behind it, but they're, they're hiding that. So it's, it's like, I worry, you know, how bad will it be when they grow up and want to get a job? You know, will they need to, to, you know, wear a red band with a hammer and sickle on it so they can work so they can provide for their children. And, and, you know, it'll be just like everything else. You go, what's, you know, it's not that bad. You know, I had to get the shot. I didn't die from it. So whatever, I guess I, got, I was the lucky one. Now I can go to school and now I can get a job. And, and they don't look at it from a frame of reference that even I do being 67, you know, or you might at, at 50 because we have 50 years minus our, you know, incoherent years. So like say we, you know, we became self-aware at 15 when we got our first job, you know, there's, 50, 40, 30 years of history you can look back on and go, man, we've lost a lot. They don't have that. Their, their history begins with right now. And so they don't think it's bad. I didn't think it was as bad as, you know, like I was, I was joking with one of my friends the other day and I was like, can you imagine what my parents would have said if I came home from school and, and showed them my homework of common core math or some of this racist bullshit that they're showing their, you know, critical race theory and stuff. My, my parents would have went off, you know, I mean, my mom had a dress factory. We hired half the neighborhood. They were all Mexicans and blacks and I got along with them and played with them. And my mom treated them good and paid them good wages, whatever it was back in the, you know, six, early sixties. And everyone was happy. They showed up at work. They high and 
you know, their kids came over to our house after school. It was like a, a free daycare for all the workers. And we watched TV and cartoons and we all hung out together and played games. And it was great. You know, so my mom would have been, what the fuck are you talking about? Critical race theory. Kiss my ass. My grandparents probably would have burnt the fucking school down. It was like, I didn't, I didn't, you know, volunteer to build this school so you could teach this shit to my kids. You know what? We're just going to get rid of it. Burn it down. I'll keep my kids at home. Fuck you. So, and then, you know, their parents, you know, my great, great grandparents, well, they were here in the 1800s, you know, you know, fighting off, you know, I guess the Indians and shit. They didn't want the government involved in their life at all. In fact, all they needed from the government was when there was an uprising of looters or bank robberies or, you know, like the cowboys in Tombstone or, or, or the Indians, you know, they called the cavalry. The cavalry showed up and, you know, chased them all off or scared them all off or hung them all. And it was over. And then they left. Well, now if the army shows up, they want to put you in a FEMA camp and, and feed you and keep you safe. And they never go away. Just like Afghanistan, what's been 21, 22 years. It's like fucking ridiculous. So, they don't see it. Our kids don't see that. The younger generation don't see how this constantly chipping away. It's like a giant game of Changa, you know, and, and they're pulling all the pieces off the bottom, you know, that were f key pieces of freedom and liberty, not to see how many they can take out before it falls down. It's like, let's see if I can find the one that that'll topple it. And our kids at the top, they don't see anything. They're like, well, they're not pulling it out from under my feet. I'm fine. But what happens when it just falls down? You know, you lose the game of Changa, but, or however that works. I never played it. I just think it's fascinating to watch. Um, you know, they, they don't, they don't understand that the, those core principles down way down 200 and, you know, 40 some years ago, how important they were to this thing we called, you know, a government, you know, a compact, the constitution, freedom and liberty. You know, and, and fuck, even, you know, when FDR, you know, said, oh, I want to pick my own running mate, because before that you didn't, you know, uh, you ran for president. You didn't even run for president. You were almost selected, you know, by the, uh, the electors and stuff like that. And, and, you know, you voted for two people and one of them was president, one was vice president. That was that. And before that, it was just like second place was vice president in the story. And, and so. When when FDR said no, I want to do it differently, and I want popular vote. You know, well, it was you know he was Democrat, so of course they were all about that. Like, yeah, sure, fine, great idea, fuck. And and then the Republicans, they were like, yeah, great, fine, wonderful idea, what the fuck. So you know we lost that, and and that one thing, if you really read the Seventeenth Amendment and see what happened with representatives. And then that created this wave of, of gerrymandering that, you know, you could kiss your fucking freedom and liberty uh, goodbye. You know, and that happened a long time ago when FDR was the president. So it's just slowly been all these pieces are being pulled out from under us. And it's just going to collapse. And just like playing Changa or, or any one of those, you know, crazy games like that. It only takes one person pulling out that last critical piece. And he might have been thinking, if I pull this out, you know, the whole infrastructure and everything could keep working. We'll be fine. Um, but, 
you know, I don't want it to fall down because if it falls down, then we lose all that really cool stuff up on top, you know, all that free fucking slave labor, basically, with, you know, your kids and my kids nowadays. Um, and then it collapses. It's just like, you know, as you're pulling it out, you're kind of committed now. So you can't push it back in because you see that it's going to collapse. You just see it's wiggling and you're thinking because you don't understand physics that much. So you're like, oh, it, it, it'll, it, it won't fall down. And then when you pull it out, when you pull it out, it just fucking collapses like a house of cards. You never know that that last card you stuck on there is going to drop it all. But it wasn't like the little top layer fell, just fell over. You know, it's like the whole thing just falls down just collapses straight the fuck down and it happens that quick and, and people are like no 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 mark that's that's not going to happen with everything and it's like no yeah it, it is going to happen just like that what do we have here real patriots people need to keep their eyes and ears open when the un comes well you know the un is is actually kind of here you know um you know they're 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 drizzling in, you know, and and I think blue helmets make a hell of a great target because they're very visible. Um, so, bucket. But you know we can't talk about that in America. We can't talk about shooting the enemy because, you know, then you then you're just an extremist, you know. And and patriots need to wake up to that that little fucking shit show game they call, you know, treason and whatever they want to call it because they they really have us over the barrel, you know, with, with big tech and big media and, and, and just big cover-up bullshit, you know, when you really look at it, um, they will sell it to all the, the fucking vaccinated sheeple that, you know, are staying at home and fucking our economy because they think COVID's so scary when really the death rate is lower than, you know, it's just another flu season. You know, that's statistics. You know, it might not be science because you can pay for science to say whatever you want. But the reality is it's, you know, the deaths per thousand or per million or however they do it. It's, it's just another flu season. Some were worse, some were less. You know, SARS was killing more people than COVID. But Obama was the president, so no one cared. You know, you don't, don't talk shit about Obama. So when you, when you really look at it, these are the people that they're going to be telling, well, we're bringing in UN troops as peacekeepers because we have these riots, because that'll be their false flag when things really start getting bad. They'll, they'll turn these uh, people loose to just burn and loot. And then, you know, they'll have defunded the police so bad that, you know, police are smart anyway. It's not like they're fucking morons. You know, when it gets that bad, you could be paying them twice as much and they're just not going to show up because, uh, you know, their, their families are at risk. And so it's like, no, it's, it's, you know, it's God, family, and then country. So uh, I got to protect my family. So then what do they do? Uh, then people are like, you know, help us. The government is required to protect us. And then so they bring in the United Nations, you know, as, you know, as peacekeepers. That's all. It's peacekeepers. And, and they'll buy into it just like they'll wear their fucking mask. And, and then you and I, when we go, this is bullshit then you're, you're considered an asshole. And, and I don't know. I just recently watched or rewatched the series Jericho. Love that show. And so they, you know, 
they bring in the, the, the new military, which is the allied states of America, because everything's fallen apart so bad, you know, that they've drawn lines all around the country. And, you know, people are joining different things for basically services and stuff, which is so pathetic. It's like, well, we need power. It's like, oh, so join the enemy so you have power. You know, electricity, you fucking chicken shit. You know, we did fine without it years and years and years ago. So, you know, there, and then the military's all acting all big and bad. It's like, I will not allow this insurrection in our town. It's like, well, first of all, we had an election and this is not your town. And all you've done so far is bring in order and got the power on, which is your fucking job anyway, no matter what military you are, if you have the capability, do it. You know, and then they, there's all these these carrots on a stick. Well, it's like, you know, we'll turn your lights and power and water back on. But, you know, we need you to comply with all this bullshit control freak fucking regulations. And so if you watch Jericho, you know, the, the main guy back that's with the military, you know, is, you know, he's kind of conflicted. He, he, he knows he wants to do the right thing. And, and yet, you know, he's, he's finding out that he's, He's kind of on the wrong side of this argument. Well, anybody that joins a military or is in the military and starts following, following martial law or orders from a new government, new president pro tempora or whatever, you're on the wrong side of the fucking defense. I'm sorry. I don't care how good they are. You know, we have a military. We have a flag. We have a constitution. Fucking follow it. And, and if you're going to rebuild... And some new president pops up and goes, I'm the president of, of, of the, 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 these 10 states, you know, Texas and blah, blah, blah. And this side of the Mississippi, but not the, you know, the Rocky Mountains. You know, it's that little slice in the middle. And we have a new flag and a new president. And now we're going to have a constitutional convention. It's like, why are you doing that? Well, because we're, we're not happy with the old one. You know, so this is the way it goes. You have to watch Jericho. You know, it's the last couple ones where the government really comes in. And, and you know, meanwhile, they're just, you know, struggling, doing what they got to do, you know, to survive. That's what we do in America. So the only government that really, the only military guys come around that are actually not fucking assholes are the guys that are pretending, you know, and trying to give people hope and get a free meal out of the deal. Kind of like the movie Postman with, you know, Kevin Costner, you know, and just, you know, handing out hope and, and, and then, you know, they, yeah, they get a free meal and stuff, some parts and stuff. But, you know, that is better than what the, the real guys come in with their stupid ass fucking flag and their, their dumb ass rules. And they're using a big contractor company in the movie. It's called or the show. It's called Ravenwood. But, you know, Halliburton, you know, Blackwater, right? just fill in the blank, whatever. And, and they're, they're, they've become the government, really. It's, the soldiers are just the, the lackeys that work for the big corporation. And that's exactly what would happen in America. So you're going to be in a place, if you're not a prepper, that the UN will come in and they will dangle this carrot and go, we'll get your power back on and we'll establish, you know, to where you're not worried about getting shot and stuff. Uh, maybe. But you have to do what we say. And it's like, oh, okay. Yeah, and we're, we've done away with the Constitution. We're rewriting it. Don't freak out. We'll have a convention, and you can vote. You're just going to, you know, be like a kangaroo vote, and, 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 then, and then you'll be fine, you know. Just shut the fuck up and comply, and America will be gone. Well, America is gone, you know, because we don't have statesmen that know what they're doing. I mean, it's plain and fucking simple.
America is as dead as the fucking dodo right now. And we just try to, you know, do what we can. So uh, real patriots say they're working on pushing the vaccine password. Yeah, well, you know, of course. Of course they are. Because, see, the whole scamdemic and and the, the mask and the shutting down the economy was to cripple America. Just like 9-11. You know, them planes hitting the buildings were, you know, they were fucking visually like oh my god and stuff but what happened after that you know homeland security and all that and and you know and all these rules did the damage you know the, the airplanes you know fucking the buildings up we could build new buildings and three thousand people died well okay that sucked and then we could have went in and, and nuked saudi arabia took their fucking oil because that's where it happened but see it was the it was the game that was more important than than what got blown up, you know? And, and so it's the mask. It's the stay at home. It, it's now the vaccine. That is really the, the, the virus, the pandemic that of, of what's going to really kill us. So they'll, they'll push their passports and all these fucking lackeys, these, these people that wouldn't understand freedom and liberty. If it sat on their face and had an orgasm, they don't get it. They're stupid. So it's, it's unfortunate that we have become that dumbed down. But, you know, go back in history, you know, the schools. Oh, the problem, what's the problem with our schools? Oh, they need more money. What's the problem this year? They need more money. What's the problem last year? They need more money. You know, the problem is the fucking Board of Education and, you know, state and federal. You know, because I guarantee you in my small town, if they were teaching critical race theory or putting condoms on cucumbers, the people in my town would go to that school and beat the shit out of the teacher because he was an asshole when they were in school. You know, everyone knows everybody. So you don't need cameras in a local school. You just need people to not sit there and go fucking burn the building down like my great grandparents would have done seeing what was going on. But no, we, we get absorbed into the Borg. And now we think, oh, the, 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 you know, the Department of Education and the union said, well, that's, that's all federal. That's, that's a good thing. Yeah, they'll fix it. No, they won't. They're the ones fucking it up so they can create more chaos so they can ask for what? More money. You know, so we are so dumbed down because, and, and you know, I'm sorry, the greatest generation up to us fucked us all up by, by not paying attention, I guess, by apathy. It's just, well, whatever, you know, like our great grandparents came home from the, the fucking war and they were just so damn happy to be alive that they weren't paying attention. You know, they just fought for freedom. We just beat the fucking Nazis and the Japs, you know, so bucket, we're done. And they didn't realize that the enemy with, within was always the enemy that was destroying America, you know, sure. Pearl Harbor bombed us. That made sense. You know, did we need to go to war with Germany? Well, you know, he was a bad guy. So what the fuck? But, you know, you look at all the wars since then and who's in charge? The bad guys here in America, the enemy within, you know, so they, they cause so much chaos abroad with these fucking wars that are man-made, basically American made sometimes, you know, over money and oil. And, and I'm not one of them people, but, you know, Saudi Arabia orchestrated 9-11. We invaded Iraq, so you figure that one out for me and let me know I'm wrong. 
you know, we could have went to Mexico. Those people would have been thankful for killing their corrupt leaders, building them some schools. But no, we go, let's go to Baghdad. It's way the fuck over there. It costs a lot more money, you know. So we're so dumbed down. We don't realize we're being fucked to death. And, you know, now what do, what do we do? You know, so, yeah, vaccine mandate, sure. Passports, yeah, sure. You know. Because what they're going to do is just like they did with my grandkids. Well, if you don't have a, if you don't have the current, you know, vaccine, you know, the, the Delta variant variant now, and then the Alpha variant and the Omega variant and the, the XYZ variant, you know, they're, you're just going to be getting shots every fucking month. And if you don't, because you get sick of it, you just won't work. You'll you'll lose your job. They'll take your business license if you're, you know, self-employed. You will not when you just they'll just continue to whittle away at your freedom and your liberty if it's not the passport it's something else and it'll you know and, and then when we rise up and even our soldiers maybe wake up some fucking day and quit following their their fearless leaders you know following orders and doing like the ss and the nazis back in the day you know because the president fucking ordered it who's like not the commander-in-chief unless they declare war which they have not done so they'll just fuck up. But when, you know, when they start waking up and go, no, we're not going to do this, then they'll send in, the, you know, the, the United Nations and the little blue helmets. And, you know, and will our soldiers fight? Well, no, because they'll be defunded. They'll be court-martialed. They'll, they'll lose their, their fucking awesome benefits that they, you know, joined for maybe. Or they've been in 15, 20 years and they, they don't want to lose that, that retirement or they don't want to lose the chance of getting that really good you know, uh, contracting job once they're out of here. So they're, they're going to fight to a point, but they're, as long as they're under orders, they're going to shut the fuck up because that's what the government's going to tell them to do. Shut the fuck up. And then you, you look at our leaders, like the, the military, that, that douchebag Merrill or whatever his name is. It's like, Oh my God, could, could someone just go walk into his office and put a fucking bullet in his head? Take one for the team, for fuck's sake. So we are not in a position to fight back anymore. We've lost that. We've lost our footing. We've lost the tip of the spear has been blunted. And we are not in charge as Americans anymore. We are so out of charge. It's unreal. I mean, they didn't just take us you know, to where we weren't at the table. Then we were on the menu. And now they've just handed us our hat and showed us the door. And when they pushed us out the door, it was just a door to the abyss. And now we're just in free fall. And there's not a fucking goddamn thing you can do about it. I'm sorry. You know, patriots, just, just fucking well, suck it up and sit there and say you're a patriot and be happy with that. Because that's all you're going to get. Because if you do anything more, they will shut you down, slam a lid on it, marginalize you and kick you to the motherfucking curb just like they did with the Oath Keepers and the Three Percenters when they murdered Lavoie Finnegan. They, they, put, they, they, they scared him away. You know, they just came in with all their FBI guys and went, boo, now back the fuck up. And they did. They fucking did. And then they murdered Lavoie, and then everybody's like, well, what the fuck happened? It's like, we'll get to the bottom of this. We're going to go to court. Well, how long has that been? And we're still not to the bottom, but there's still people languishing in jail over this 
fucking bullshit. So, you know, Patriots, you could you can join Oath Keepers. You can join everything you want. And you can sit there and rally around and wear your camo and, and train. And that's all fucking great. But the reality is they will just drop a fucking bunker buster on you if you fuck with them. You're not going to win. So that's why I promote Constitutional Sheriffs and Peace Officers Association, you know, CSPOA.org. You know, because that's a plan. Get our get control of our counties to our sheriffs and and our commissioners. And if you don't do that, then you could just you all you're doing is is yelling into the wind and, and, and pissing into the wind and wondering why you're getting all wet. And then somebody on Facebook could go, "Well, it's you know, it's not really hitting your pants. It's just an illusion, you know." Or, "Well, you're pissing against the wind, dude." But that's just a a conspiracy theory. You know, it's like fuck it all. That's why I'm so confused on this whole podcasting thing and stuff like that. It's like, you know, like today, I'm obviously ranting. So it, it, it's good for me. It's my therapy, you know, and, and everybody should just do that. Like you get a free account or a really small account on Podbeam, or if you have YouTube and enough members to where you can do live, just start freaking the fuck out and saying shit. You'll feel better because it's not like Facebook where, you know, no one gives a shit what you're saying. And the only reason people comment is just to fucking rattle your cage some more. Nothing's going to change until we get control of our counties. Because there's only 3,300 counties. And who's really in charge? We the people. And if we the people can control our sheriff and our counties, we are in control. End of story. We can shut everything down at the source. Just, you know, turn the light off at the entrance of the cave and the cave goes dark fucking dynamite the front of the cave and leave all the assholes in there and then we can be free again but it's not going to happen so start a podcast start ranting you know call it your daily update rant fuck america a bunch of stupid ass whatever you want to call it because then maybe as you're screaming and yelling you'll find real people that go as you know, thanks, man. You you fucking help me, and and really, it's going to be one in a million. But you know, we all need to start getting more involved. And if we're going to continue to believe the the that what America is is a democracy, because somebody on the fucking news that makes fourteen million a year said we're a democracy, then we're lost, and you're lost. You know, so watch shit like the the noncompliantmovie.com noncompliantmovie.com like Chris Ann Hall learn who's really in charge and how it really works and how we really can fix it so simple you know it's like holding your hand over a flame and going ow 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 it's hot it's hot i'm burning i'm getting third degree burns what the fuck and all you got to do is move your fucking hand but they're telling you not to because you're a conspiracy theorist so you sit there and you can blow it out no, don't do that. You're fucking one of them. You're a fucking, you know, you're one of those God-fearing people, you know. Have faith, whatever. So we're fucked. We know it. Anybody with two fucking firing brain cells knows America is dead and over. And if we don't fix it, it's it's just fucking over. Sorry. So I'm going to wrap it up. I love you all. And uh, thanks for listening to me rant and rave. Thanks for our commenters, uh, Elgato and Real Patriots. Um, appreciate it. Uh, tell your friends, uh, hey, if you want to go crazy for a half hour every once in a while, um, try to find this guy. And it'll be on prepperguy.podbeam.com. 
and I'll, I'll post that and it'll also be on Contra Radio Network.podbeam.com. And so, and that's where I put a lot of my videos also. So, um, anyway, you guys all take care. Think about what I said. I mean, it's hard to, but the reality is whatever you're hearing and whatever you're seeing is a fucking lie. Start using your head, figure this shit out, refocus your Overton window. There's a lot of podcasts I've done on that and everyone else on how I look at the Overton window. Get it together, get squared away, and, and, and be ready to duck because that's about your only option left. Anyway, enjoy the apocalypse. Love you all. Bye-bye. <laughs>